Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit will open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. As we begin another Advent season, we are reminded that it's a season of excitement, of anticipation, of preparation, and at first glance we always remember that we're preparing um, to celebrate Christmas as we commemorate the first coming, the incarnation of Christ. But the season of Advent is also one in which the church is reminded to be ready for the Lord's return. Because if you were paying attention to the readings, there was nothing about a coming baby to be born on Christmas morning. There is a warning that Jesus is coming again, so be prepared, is essentially what the call as we begin the Advent season is. For the church to be ready, to be excited, to be anticipating the Lord's return. And it's worth having a reminder, I think, because as years go by, it's easy for the church to say, well, we've made it this many years so far. He probably won't come back next year, so I'll plan for 2026 maybe, or something like that. And we could put it off down the road very easily because of our past experience. But what we're called to do, as Jesus gives uh, this warning in the Gospel passage, is, well, you have no idea when he's coming back. And so it then uh, behooves us to be ready to have our life in order and to have whittled away on all of those things that we have on our to-do list. Not because when Jesus returns, if you haven't checked off all of the boxes, uh, that we're going to be in big trouble. That's not why we look at that list and get our house in order. But rather, if Jesus were to return today, and our first thought would be, Give me one hour because I have to do X, Y, or Z. And we may feel that way because there's some large thing that's been left undone. Then the call of the gospel is do today that thing that you would want to make sure is not left undone. Get everything in order so that the coming of Jesus should always be a joyful reception of Christ by his followers. Not us wanting five more minutes or I left these things undone. And that's what Paul's talking about in the Romans as well. As he says, well your salvation is nearer now than it once was. Wake up. Look up. Pay attention. And not only are we needing to pay attention to being ready for Jesus to return on the last day, but as Paul says, well, our salvation is nearer now than when we first started to believe. It's almost like we need to wake up and see God at work in our life right now. As we await Jesus coming again, the Holy Spirit is working in us now. 
And I think if we really have our eyes opened and take a deep look at our lives, hopefully there's something that we'd be able to put on the list that says, oh, I see how God is working on this. Two years ago, I would have responded this way in the same situation, and today I respond differently. Or I couldn't forgive this person yesterday, but now I can. Whatever the story is in your own life, I think Paul says, well, wake up and look. Pay attention to what God is doing. Because many times, uh, things go uh, subtly unnoticed by us. Um, and I think the faith journey, in a lot of ways, is like going to the gym. That you don't know anything is happening until months and months and months later when you're able to see what the daily work, you don't go once and leave and say, whew, perfect. I mean, if it was that way, everybody would go to the gym and do their one time and be done. But you go for months before you see a glimpse of a result. But something is happening each and every single one of those days. And so it is in the faith journey that it's not always perceptible immediately, God at work in our lives. But if we're paying attention, if we're keeping track of the things that we're bringing to prayer, if we're asking the Holy Spirit to show us, what we find is that God is working here and now in each of our lives. And then we seek, as Paul said, we'll lay aside all of these works of darkness. As you recognize the things in our lives in need of transformation, lay them aside and allow the Holy Spirit to fill those places with the light of Christ so that we're prepared at every moment for His return, which should be the cry of the church every single day. Come, Lord Jesus. Come today. Come right now. Your people are ready. And if anything is moving in your heart that the Holy Spirit says, well, you might not be ready today for His return, use this day to make it ready. Ask the Holy Spirit to continue to do that work in your life. Um, and the hard thing is, the, the board never gets completely clean. When we deal with one thing, something else makes its way onto the board. So don't be discouraged. That's the faith journey. The more we draw into God's presence, the more we're in recognition of our need for transformation. And so the closer we get, the more things might come on the list and let God continue to work. So that with joyful hearts, we are ready at all times for Jesus to return. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we begin this Advent season, we pray that you would give us expectant hearts, that we might anticipate the Lord's return day by day and be ready with joy to greet him. May the Holy Spirit continue to show us those places in need of transformation, that we might surrender them to you. And may the Spirit open our eyes that we might see the multitude of ways that you're at work right now. And may we glorify you and give you thanks for the transformation we're already seeing. Come, Lord Jesus. We make this prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.